Hark the Herald Angels Sing there, recorded in our studio by the pupils of St. Littlebody's Primary School, accompanied by Mrs. Ample Bosom on the piano. <laughs> Welcome along to Radioactive's special Christmas programme. My name's Mike Channel, and this is my 17th Christmas special, and I'm sure it's going to be as much uh, fun as all the rest. <laughs> well, all the Radioactive DJs are out and about having fun, as usual. Uh, apart from me, of course, I'm stuck here in the studio, as usual. Seems to be the way things happen these days. <clears throat> my mid-morning show, axed after 14 years of loyal service. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, let's keep the fun moving along as we catch up with uh, Anna Dapter. She doesn't seem to have lost her lunchtime show, I notice, uh, who is uh, out there waiting to talk to us. Hello, Anna. Well, Christmas is always a time to remember those less fortunate than yourself. Where's the swab? So I've come to some Grobler's Hospital stop the bleeding. to talk to some of the patients we here stop the and spread a little happiness about the place. The stitches are burst off! Oh, my God! Them. Uh, well, that all sounds like lots of fun. Uh, she'll be back uh, with us uh, later, by which time she will have hopefully found somewhere other than the operating theatre to talk to us from. But uh, <laughs> let's now uh, join up with Uncle Mike Stan, the kiddie's favourite, a uh, very popular weekend show, apparently, and uh, see uh, <laughs> where he's found his way to. Hello, Mike. Hello. Well, what better way to spend Christmas than in the company of small children, eh? <laughs> yes. Especially if they're unlucky enough to be ill. <laughs> so I'm here at St Clement's Hospital to cheer them up. Oh, great. Well, that should contrast interestingly with uh, Anna's choice of venue. Speak to you later. Yeah, bye, Mike. <laughs> Complete dickhead. Well, uh, let's... Uh, let's uh, see if Nigel Pry has managed to find anywhere more imaginative. Uh, so it's, yes, hello, me, Nigel, with the music, and Al's arching here, literally. Oh, that's bloody radio off. I'm trying to conduct an operation here. Oh, uh, well, what better than the Christmas charts for helping sick? Get that man out of here, nurse. Ah, uh, so, Pry, yes, me, Nigel. Get him out. Uh, here at... For the cheering up of people, uh, and, and sickness, and, uh... Ah. Uh, good. Well, uh, the usual variety of listening afforded by our intrepid reporters. Uh, three completely different hospitals to choose from. Well, uh, <laughs> let's turn for a moment away uh, from them, because uh, Christmas is not all fun and games. Uh, many of you won't, of course, realise, but there is, in fact, a serious side to Christmas. Since uh, almost 1,984 years ago, a little baby boy was born in Bethlehem who was to change the whole course of history. Well, that little boy's name was Jesus, uh, so to mark that fact, and as a gesture of our interest in the theological and religious world, Radioactive is today, for the very first time, going to link up with Radio Bethlehem. <laughs> and uh, over there, hopefully, is our man, Mike Flex. Radio Bethlehem, that's the one for me. Let's go now and join Mike Flex and see what he <laughs> yes, indeed, Mike. Well, it's not all serious over here. Lots of, uh, lots of fun and games, too. In fact, it was here in Bethlehem all those years ago that three wise men arrived following a star. Well, for this week's competition, I'd like you to tell me what rock star had a hit with the song Boogaloo. <laughs> and the winner will receive a first prize of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And that's the latest album by Shackatang. Well, uh, all of my much-travelled colleagues here at Radioactive have been uh, busy researching into the origins of various aspects of Christmas, uh, which I'll be bringing you throughout the show. And first off right now is... 
mistletoe. Now, this apparently comes from an ancient Anglo-Saxon custom of cutting off the middle toe on the left foot to give it to one's loved one. Um, hence the term mistletoe, deriving from the original Anglo-Saxon missing toe. Uh, under the hanging plant, evidently, you would reveal to your loved one that you were missing a toe, at which point she would take you in her arms, embrace you, and the severed toe would be handed over between the teeth in a kiss as a gesture of love. <laughs> The habit went out of fashion when people started cutting off each other's toes as a good excuse for a Christmas snog. <laughs> That's all very interesting, and uh, there'll be some more of the same later on. Too many of us have forgotten what Christmas is about. <laughs> Ask yourself this. When you hear the word Christmas, do you think of religion? Or has the God of commercialism taken the place of the Lord in your heart? Is Christmas now nothing more than a feeble excuse for an orgy of materialism? Has the true spirit of Christmas been crushed underfoot in the rush to bow down to mammon? My friends, let us never forget that Christmas is a religious occasion, a time for holy ritual in church and in the home. And that's why bread and wine are 10% off at Kelly's Groceries. <laughs> Christmas shopping. Why is that, Mary? Because it's Christmas, June. Oh, yes. Oh, but I can't think of anything to buy. Why don't you go down to Doberman's? Doberman's? Yes. Doberman's have thousands of gifts for all the family. <laughs> You'll never be stuck for a present when you go to Doberman's. Doberman's, they'll... Doberman's have thousands of gifts for all the family. Hello, Mary. Oh, hello, June. Did you get your presents from Doberman's? Oh, yes, I did, June. And it's true, they've got thousands of gifts for all the family. Sheepskin coats, multi-blade food blenders, video recorders, and the very latest computer games for the kids. So, what did you get your family? I got them all socks. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy one, too. Welcome back, and time now for the second of our Christmas derivations. Which is... Which is Turkey. Uh, this dates back to the Middle Ages, evidently, when uh, many people still lived in towers or turs. Uh, to open the doors to these towers, the heads of large chickens were rammed into the keyholes, uh, thereby acting as keys to the turs. Or turkey... Is this true? <laughs> Hello, hello, and you join me in the old people's ward for a very special moment. Uh, with me all propped up is Gertie Patterson. Hello. <laughs> hello, and we've got a surprise for you, Gertie. How old are you? 82. Gertie's 82, great. And we found out a few weeks ago that she has a brother called Fred, isn't that right? Yes, how did you know? <laughs> well, Gertie hasn't seen Fred for over 39 years. Yes, yep, that's Fred, right. Fred emigrated to Australia all those yes. years ago, and when, when we found out about that, we yes. sent somebody from the station all the way to Australia. So, Ooh. Gertie, I've come oh. to tell you that... Surprise, surprise! Oh, I don't believe it! No. We couldn't find him. <laughs> so, here instead is a radioactive T-shirt. Okay? Christmas is a time when we must spare a thought for the elderly. And uh, here to talk about some of their particular problems is our resident agony aunt, Claire Rabies. Hi. 
hello there. So, uh, Claire, now a lot of old or infirm people uh, who might be confined to their home and uh, often without a telephone are going to be in some danger during these cold months. So uh, what can be done about it? Well, they've simply got to go and speak to one of their neighbours and say quite openly, look, I'm old and confined to my home and I need help. Yes, a lot of them may not be able to leave their homes, of course, being confined to them. Of course not, and that's why they must never forget the phone. Uh, yes, but what if they don't, in fact, have a phone? Well, they must get one. It's as simple as that. They can apply for a grant for one, can they? They can apply for a grant for one. Good. Until they're blue in the face. Oh. <laughs> if they don't have the money, it's easy enough to get a small part-time job, plenty of extra bar staff needed in pubs and restaurants around this time of the yes, year. Well, that all makes sense. Uh, so uh, what should you do if you have such a person living near you and you're worried that they might be in danger? Well, it's very simple. You must go and see them. Mm -hmm. Of course. And explain quite openly that this has been worrying you, that you've been feeling anxious about it, not been able to get on with your own life, and that you can't go on like this until they move. I see. That way, you should at least be uh, rid of them by early spring and you'll be able to spend next Christmas in peace. Well, uh, many thanks, Claire, for the loan of your sympathetic ear. Uh, yeah, I just hope there aren't too many old people living near you. There aren't now. And, uh... As we join them for their annual nativity play, which I understand goes down an absolute storm over here. Well, I believe it's just about to start. The scene we're about to hear, incidentally, is set in the manger as Joe and Mary await the three wise men. Okay. Maria, Nilome, Dabarete, Frito, Dava. Ken. Well, we seem to have got our lines crossed somewhat here. Um, not, in fact, the nativity play, I, I think, so... Many thanks to Radio Bethlehem for that, and let's take a break. What do you do when carol singers arrive on your doorstep? Hello! Go away, I'm out! It's not convincing, is it? <laughs> so how can you get rid of these bright, young, lovable pains in the arse? Get a carol alarm. It's so simple. Press your carol alarm when you hear them arrive. And they'll hear this. <laughs> Convincing, isn't it? Carol alarms are also available in lion, snake, and rabbi. Boy, did you get the wrong house. It's coming tonight on ITV. The biggest film spectacular this Christmas. An epic production the like of which you've never seen before. More stars than Murder on the Orange Express. More action than Raiders of the Lost Ark. A bigger budget than Superman. And it's even longer than Gone with the Wind. 
Don't miss the Woolworths commercial on ITV tonight. <laughs> And uh, it's straight back to St. Grobbelar as we go, uh, and to Anna, who I believe is about to deliver Radioactive's Meals on Wheels to the needy. Well, Mike, we are, of course, giving them all a traditional Christmas lunch with all the trimmings. Marvellous. A couple of uh, fish cakes and a piece of holly stuck on the top. Well, that uh, certainly sounds delicious, Anna. Then there's Christmas pudding, that's banana Mm -hmm. and custard with a piece of holly stuck in the top. They're certainly getting the works, aren't they? Yes, Mike. Then there's Christmas cake, that's Victoria Sponge. No holly with that, then, Anna. Well, we're not made of money, Mike. (laughs) No, of course. And then to wash it all down, there's our special winter warmer. Uh Uh-huh. That's a glass of hot water (laughs) with a bit of holly on the top. And over now to Obergurgl in Austria and the top of Mount Jungfrau, where our own oh-so-daring Mike Hunt is waiting for us at the start of a 90-foot Olympic ski jump. Hello, Mike. Hello, Anna. What's it like up there, Mike? Oh, a bit scary, really. And you're going to actually leap off into mid-air from 90 foot up, are you? Uh, On skis, Anna, yes. How far do you hope to jump? Probably about 90 foot, I expect. (laughs) Yes, well, good luck. All right, well, here goes. Mike? And there we are. Nice, safe landing, Anna. Mike? Done it again, Anna. You're making that noise with your mouth, aren't you, Mike? Might be. Well, that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, Yes, well, I can do this one as well. Brum! Brum! Yes, and then thanks, Mike. Okay, Mike, we'll speak to you later because it's time now for some music. Oh, music, yes. As we hear this year's top selling Christmas hit. It's Christmas time again. It's Christmas time again. Whenever Christmas comes around, when you can always hear the sound of all.
You're listening to Radioactive's Christmas special, and time now for our third Christmas derivation. Which... <laughs> Which is the word Christmas itself. Far from being derived from Christ's mass, the word Christmas was re- the result of the great vowel shift, so it was originally crass miss. Um, <laughs> it was the time of year when Anglo-Saxon warriors would reveal to their misses how crass they thought they were. Who, who wrote this? Well, of course, uh, Christmas is a time when many people are sadly separated from their families and loved ones, and so we're uh, delighted to be able to give the opportunity to Sergeant Jack Wilmot, a soldier on duty in the Falklands, uh, to send his Christmas greetings via the radioactive airwaves. Uh, hello, Sue. Hello. This is your husband, Jack. I'm really sorry that I won't be with you this year on December 25th. And that I'll also be away for Christmas. Good old Christmas. And a happy new year. He really loves you, Sue. <laughs> Go away. Best wishes to you and, of course, to the kids. Tell them I love them and I'm missing them both. John and Sarah and Ben. <laughs> no. Say hello for me. To your mother, who I hope to see in the new year. Who, who I would have hoped to see in the new year, had she not died. <laughs> Six years ago. <laughs> and how sad I am. But I know that it's really going to be miserable here without you this Christmas. But I'm sure... <laughs> Well, uh, what uh, Christmas would be complete without our traditional uh, ghost story performed live, as ever, by our radioactive repertory company? Well, if it was left to me, almost any Christmas would be complete without it, but uh, (laughs) sadly we're not granted that possibility, so here is this year's sad attempt. in our isolated cottage on the Bodmin Moors or we shall freeze to death this Christmas Eve in the year of our Lord, 1893. Aye, tis bitter cold. Wind up the shutters. Aye, tis bitter cold. Wind up the shutters. Hear you a cry from the moors? Aye, says something there. Look out the door and see! <laughs> look, look out the door and see. I see nothing. And it must simply be the white wind. <laughs> Shut the door, for tonight the wind is loud and bitter. Ah, quiet. Do you not hear a tapping on the window? 
Yes, I hear. A gentle tapping like a tiny branch. Great heavens, look you there. A face without a window. A face without the window. I see it not. But look where the key turns and the lock unbidden and the very door begins to open. A ghostly figure, pale and dragging chains behind. What man are you? I am Norman. <laughs> I am no man. <laughs> I am the ghost of Christmas paste. I am the ghost of Christmas past. It was on Christmas Eve 100 years ago that I died in this very cottage. I died waiting for my bride-to-be, who came just minutes after I had passed away, and now on this day each year, I come again to be at last reunited with her in this very room. Well, she's not here, I'm afraid. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. yes. Then farewell. Farewell. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy One. In a moment, it'll be time to hear from our chairman, Sir Norman Tonsil, uh, who's going to give us his appraisal of this year's achievements. But uh, before that... Let's go to the hospital. Let's go to the hospital. Let's go to the Nigel Bryan in a ward that's all over plasters, leg, legs up in air and here, a bed in it, a large piece of plaster, an implaster can't move, a glum face looking up, looking down, grinning face, Nigel Pryor, not nurse, Nigel Pryor, must know, uh, radioactive here to cheer up and with a <laughs> laugh and funny nose and funny hat. Nurse! Uh, no, no nurse needed uh, when here, funny nose and funny hat, Nigel Pryor all here for the cheering up, so let's, uh, yes, sign all over the plaster. Nurse! Ah, oh, so lift leg, uh, and yes, sign on the body bot, bot, ah, uh, Nigel Pryor, the cheering up. Put that patient's legs down at once. Uh, so sorry. Yes, a little leg, Nigel. Now, take your funny hat and funny nose. Uh, uh, now yes, get out of the wall. Oh, uh, yes, off, Nigel. Uh, and put some trousers on. Ah, uh, right. Oh, yes. Uh, Feeling good. Thank God I'm alive. Listening to You know, as managing director of a radio station, people often want to know, what does Christmas mean to me? Well, when I think of our DJ's visits to old people, to hospitals, and to children in need at all hours of the day and night, then to me, Christmas means just one thing. Overtime payments. <laughs> but uh, Christmas is also a time of goodwill and forgiveness, and it's worth reflecting on some of the incidents throughout the year that need to be forgiven. The race riot at Radioactive's Fun Day, our religious advisor's dramatic attack of flatulence during the epilogue. <laughs> the 45-minute speech by the Prime Minister, which was broadcast backwards. <laughs> so nobody seemed to notice it at the time. The uh, arrest of our cookery expert for offences relating to the disappearance of over 200 assorted household pets. <laughs> and the incident with the sheep during the Hobbies programme. <laughs> Let us hope that 1984 will get off to a happier start for all of us. I know it will for me, because I'm just off to slip 45 redundancy notices into some of the staff's Christmas cards. Radioactive. And 
And uh, time for another Christmas derivation. Which... It, <laughs> which is the holly and the ivy. Uh, this apparently dates right back to the late 1950s when Buddy Holly <laughs> talked about making a record with Ivy Benson, the female band. Look, I'm not reading out any more of these. I'm sorry. Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Philip Pope, Michael Fenton Stevens, and Geoffrey Perkins. Music by Philip Pope. The programme was written by Geoffrey Perkins and Angus Deaton, with additional material by John Cantor and Richard Curtis. The producer was Jamie Ricks. Each Christmas, more and more people choose to give domestic pets as gifts, and more and more people overlook the all-too-obvious question of whether the recipient is really in a position to look after it. A novelty for a day can become a tiresome millstone after a month. So if you are one of these people who becomes an unwilling owner of a household pet and you really can't cope with it, write to us at this address and we'll solve all your problems. That's McDougal's Hamburgers, <laughs> 14, London West 1. <laughs>